Welcome to Edge of Your Seat Podcast, episode 14. Like I said last time, these are flying by. Tons of fun though, having fun doing them. And today is even more fun. Got a great guest for an interview. We spoke with LaSalle, Peru, sophomore Peyton Heggie. Heggie is going to compete in the IHSA state swim meet this weekend in Winteca, that's New Tier High School in Winteca. Super pumped, like that's awesome. We spoke with her sister, Ashley Heggie, last week before the sectional, and we talked about how difficult it is to get to the state meet in swimming. There's no classes, so to get to the level that Peyton is, not in one event, but two events, as a sophomore, is a rare feat that we do not see around here. So, perfect, awesome, excited you know I could go on with these very positive adjectives but it's really really cool I'm happy for her I'm happy for Ashley too she was talking about how she wanted to go to the IHSA state meet but has never had the chance because there's only there's very limited seating because there's a lot of people that want to go to this because their daughter or sister or you know cousin or granddaughter whatever have you is there and you want to go so a lot of people go to this because it's a big it's a big competition not a lot of seats so they do tickets each athlete who is going to compete in the state tournament only gets so many tickets and then they can give them out and whatever so Ashley had never been able to go yet it's her senior year she unfortunately didn't make it but she was happy with her sister making it we talked before the sectional, but she was pumped that if Peyton got the opportunity that she'd want to go and she'd be nothing but proud and excited for her sister. And her wish came true. So that was really cool that we got to talk to Ashley before the fact of sectional and deciding who gets into the state meet. And now we get to talk to Peyton before state meet, after the sectional, and she is qualified and is going to have the time of her life in the pool. Before we jump into that, just want to talk about a few things one Carmelo Anthony made his Portland Trailblazer debut I was kinda pumped I've always been a Carmelo Anthony guy I did like him more as a kid than I do now because I don't know if it's as he got older he started playing more one-on-one isolation mellow ball I mean a lot of people were calling him mellow ball a couple years ago while I was in New York and even when he was in the Nuggets when Allen Iverson and Chauncey Billups weren't there and it was just him really as a scorer it was mellow ball. I, I don't know if I just didn't pay attention. I don't know if he didn't do it as much or what have you. But at the end of his New York run, I was really kind of turned off of being a mellow fan because of that. The ball would just stop with mellow and nothing would happen. He wasn't passing. The ball would go to him and he would dribble. He would try to find a way to back down as an opponent or create space enough for him to take a shot. And that's what the game was. If he was shooting really well, there was a good chance Knicks would win. If he wasn't, there was a good chance it would lose. Well, they lost more than they won. Just saying. With him in Portland, I don't think that's going to be the case. First of all, he was ousted in Houston after they picked him up. Spent a lot of time out of the NBA. And now he's got an opportunity. He's playing with Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum. Both should be all-stars. Dillard might even be a starting point guard. I mean, that's who I would vote for. I think Dillard's the best point guard in the in the league. Sorry, Kyrie Irving. Sorry, Russell Westbrook. I love Damian Lillard's game. I love what he does. I would take him over all of them. 
And they got some centers. They got Hasim Whiteside, who is pretty much there for the uh, the injured Jokic or Jokic or Jurich, Jurich, Jurich. Sorry, I was talking about the Denver Nuggets player with the uh, Jokic, Jokic, Jokic. <laughs> I like saying the names like that. No disrespect. It's just fun. People butcher my name every day. It's Lachance, but it looks like Lachance, so I'm called Lachance. Almost on the daily. Yeah, pretty much the daily. I think Melo will be a good fit in Portland. After he gets the rust off, I think he will play well with McCollum and Lillard. I, I just think he fits a void that they have. I mean, Kent Bazemore, Rodney Hood, our forwards, Mario Harajas, or however you say his name, guards, forwards, slash players. I think Melo is bigger than them. He's definitely a better scorer. He's probably a better shooter. I want to say he's a better rebounder. I mean, Ken Bazemore was doing some work for the Hawks last year. And Rodney Hood, I mean, I've always liked him. I've, I've been a fan. But Melo just brings a complete package that they don't have. They kind of leak here. They leak there. Melo can play anywhere from he could be a four. He could be a three. If you want to be crazy, he could be a two. I mean, his defense has never been, you know, top notch in the league. But he's a big body. He's athletic. I did see the workout tape that he had, you know, before the, the season started. I thought he looked good. He was making everybody else that he was playing with look like they weren't even there. And that was pretty awesome to see. So, good for him. I know he's, he doesn't have guaranteed money, so they can waive him before, I think it's January 7th. And then they wouldn't have to, you know, pay him for the rest of the, the season. But I don't see why they don't keep him. Barring anything crazy, no injuries, no, you know, freakouts by Carmelo Anthony, you know, anything like that. I don't see how he doesn't stay there and, and helps Portland. They're 5-10 and 10 right now. Hopefully they can better their record and get into the playoffs. But the Western Conference is stacked. They just have to, to play better ball. But, I mean, they got there last year with kind of a... I mean, they did have Jurich, who, I mean, he's he's a, a huge cog in, the, in their game. But anyway, hopefully Melo can, can bring some Melo magic and, and make things happen without stopping the ball and doing iso ball. Be a spot-up shooter. Be a rebounder, kicks out the ball to, to Lillard, he gets deed up, well then you have a trailing Melo that's sitting on the three with nobody guarding him because they were trying to stop the ball. Bam. Dish out to Melo, hit the three. All kinds of things that you can do with somebody like Melo. Just iso ball obviously wasn't the key. I have been wanting to talk about this for quite a while, just haven't. Vince Carter in his 22nd season, I know it's old news by now, I mean we're 15. 16 games into the season, but when I was in junior high, high school, it was kind of like in, in between. So I started high school 2000-2001 school year, I think 98 or 99 was his kind of like breakout year, and then he goes to the Nets after that, they go to the finals twice and get beat by the Lakers. But Vince Carter, when I was younger, like he was my, I can't say favorite player, I mean he was in the era with Allen Iverson, Kevin Garnett, Kobe Bryant. And I looked at all of them as, like, my heroes or, you know, at least on the basketball court. But he, he was up there with them, especially in the dunk contest. We all know what he could do there. This is a record. Nobody's played 22 seasons in the NBA. So for him to take care of his body, for him to stay in shape, for him to even, for teams to even still want him. Like, usually, oh, you're too old, oh, you can't play anymore. There's these young guys coming out of college or you know, coming out of high school for a while that are going to take your spot. Nobody's kicked him out of the league. He's still there. He's still suiting up. It's amazing. I'm happy for him. I haven't seen any of his games this year or even last year. 
really didn't watch the Hawks. I'm not an NBA league pass guy at the moment. I should be. I mean, I don't know why I'm not. I do love me some NBA. A lot of other things going on in life, so you can't have it all, right? Speaking of having it all, I know tons of you got the Disney Plus. <laughs> it's, it's pretty awesome. I mean, I grew up on Disney as well. If I wasn't watching the basketball game, I was probably watching Lion King or something. That's still my favorite Disney movie, by the way. But I did hear that they got hacked and all kinds of other things are going on. Hopefully you weren't one of the people hacked. Hopefully they can figure the situation out and it continues to work. Tons of movies in there, tons of shows. It's awesome being able to watch the Star Wars, Marvel movies, and then go back to Toy Story or Lion King, whatever you want to. That's pretty awesome. I know I'm a member, I'll probably stay a member. Yeah, so hopefully you're enjoying your Disney. Hopefully you're watching some NBA games. Well, I think that's all that I want to talk about there. We will have representatives from Fieldcrest football and Princeton football teams on the next few episodes because they have huge games ahead on Saturday. IHSA semifinals. They're one of four teams remaining in each class, Fieldcrest and class. 2A, Princeton in class, 3A, 1 of 4. That's awesome. They get this win, they're 1 of 2 in, in the finals. It is huge. I'm pumped just to say that. So congrats to both squads. We will have a representative sometime this week. Don't know when we're putting out shows exactly. Work schedules, interview schedules. I will guarantee there will be at least three podcasts a week. So if you've only seen one, you know there's two left. If you haven't seen any, you know there's three left. We did have one on, on Monday with Nikki Edgecombe, Mendota grad. It was awesome speaking with her. Just got done wrapping up a rugby tournament. Her team, the Chicago Lions, won. They're in D1. Now they are waiting for the spring where they will be in the Nationals. That's amazing. It was awesome to catch up with her. Very cool. Well, that is enough of me rambling on, giving you some insight, talking about what I want to talk about. But here is the interview with Peyton Heggie. Thank you very much for joining us once again and wish her the best of luck at the state swimming meet on Saturday in Winteca. And let's, let's have her talk about it. Until next time, peace. Like I said in the intro, last week we got to speak with LP LaSalle, Peru, senior Ashley Heggie, who was getting ready for the sectional, along with the Lady Cavaliers. Well, now we are joined by her sophomore sister, Peyton Heggie. How's it going, Peyton? It's going good. You got to be a little more excited that you're going to stay in two events. Yes. So you rocked the sectional. So what two events are you going to stay in? And you got to tell us your excitement level. I'm going to stay in the 50 free and the 100 free. Um, I'm very excited. It's really great accomplishment and something I've been very excited about. So I'll try not to do this too much and like bring up, uh, you know, things that Ashley and I talked about because we talked about swimming and how difficult it is to get to stay and she mm-hmm. she thought that the the sectional might be her last her last meet, which unfortunately it was. But she is super pumped to be able to go to the state meet to watch her little sister. So just yeah. so just talk about that and being able to have the family ties in swimming. That's got to be a good feeling. Yeah, it's really great that we've all been so close to the sport and we're able to push each other. Something that not just one person in the family is into. It's something that the whole family can enjoy. 
Awesome. Before getting into high school, were you already a swimmer? How, what was your swimming level before this? Yeah, so I started swimming when I was seven. So I was definitely into it before I got to high school. But being able to have a swim team in high school where I could swim, it's just, it was really great that I could do that because some people don't have teams where they can compete at the high school level. Yeah, I mean, just talk about that. Like, if you go around the area, you're right, there's really none. I mean, LaSalle, Peru has one, but it's a co-op with Ottawa and Mm -hmm. Streeter. So three of the bigger towns that are in the Illinois Valley or central Illinois, central northern Illinois, actually kind of all three parts of, you know, those regions of Illinois, to have three in one school, I mean, it just kind of shows how swimming is, I'm not going to say it's not a big thing, but just not one that a lot of high schools are associated with at this point. So just talk about being able to be part of that and kind of elaborate on what you're already saying and, and what that meant to you, your sister, and the Lady Cavs to be able to have this team. Yeah, it's, it's really awesome um, being able to swim with other girls with the areas around us like Ottawa and Streeter. I guess we all get along very close, and since we've been swimming for so long before even high school, we all know each other, and we're just getting even closer, being able to swim on the same team and not just being able to see each other when we go to swim meets at the other pools. Awesome. So do you guys become, uh, you know, when you're playing football, they're like, oh, it's like a brotherhood. Is swimming (laughs) kind of like a sisterhood? It is. Yeah, it really is. Awesome. So are some of these girls that are on the team going to be, you know, friends of yours for a long time to come? Yeah, I think so. I don't know if anyone else will be doing swimming in college, but hopefully they will and we'll be able to communicate more after high school. All right, we'll jump ahead and then we can come back. Are you planning on going to college for swimming? I've been thinking about it. It's something that I want to do, but I don't know because I'm also I'm probably going to go into nursing and I've heard so many things about how hard it is to do sports and that at the same time. But I think as I keep working for it, I hopefully can. We were just talking about rare it is, not rare, but you know, high school swimming teams. Is it hard to find a college with a swim team? I'm not sure. I haven't really looked into it, but I think it's something that if you want to do it so bad that you got to look into a great school where you can swim. Because not not too many schools have swimming versus other sports. But you were probably a better swimmer than me when you were <laughs> seven. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I had a rocky start. A rocky start. Okay, you got to explain this now. Well, I didn't really get into the sport until I was probably 12. Um, I was doing like basketball and volleyball um, and I was doing gymnastics too. And so I was like really into gymnastics, but then I finally said like, I'll just stop doing this. I'm not very good at it. And so that was around when I was 10. So then I started to focus more on swimming and going to practices more. And then I kicked off and I'm here. (laughs) I was like, I'm here. I'm in a pool. Yeah. So what, so it sounds like you tried to give everything a shot. Yeah, I I did. (laughs) Which is awesome. I recommend everybody to do that. You never know what you're going to like until you try it. So what was the, I don't want to say final straw, but what was the decision maker, the the deal breaker that you're like, no, swimming's what I want to do? Probably when I started to get some better times and be up there with all the other girls in my age group. And I could finally see that, like, I don't know how to put it into words, but all the other sports I I was doing, I wasn't really with the other girls and just something, I was kind of like back in the corner and not very good. So you saw that you would have the opportunity to do something with this sport. So you wanted to jump on it. Yes. 
Well, I think it's safe to say you made a good decision. Yeah. So we have to go back to the excitement of being a, you're going in two events to, it, it, it has to be one of the hardest state tournaments or state final meets to get into. Yeah, it is. Even heading in, you were ranked number one in both of the events that you advanced in. But just talk about, you still have to swim to live up to that. If you have a bad day, you know, you don't finish where you're supposed to, then you don't make it. You were able to take that seating, go to the sectional, and come out on top on both. Just talk about what is going through your head when you're wrapping up your laps and, you know, you're standing there with the medal, you know, you're going to, to state. What's going through your mind? Yeah, so our heat sheet came out, and I saw that I was ranked first in both things, but since they're sprinting events, the, the times are always so close, and you never really know what could happen, but then we were tapering, and I was like, well, this might work, and I got to the meet, I was nervous the entire morning, and my coach was talking to me, telling me, like, that he believes I can I can win, so I got, I got there, I was stretching, I just kind of thought the race through my head and then I touched the wall and I finished and I was just, everyone was cheering and uh, when my friend, she got a video too and everyone was cheering and coach Rob, he gave me my medal, which was really cool too. You got to talk about coach Rob McNally. He's a great guy. I love talking <laughs> to him. Is. Just talk about how he helped prepare you for, you know, what you're able to do at sectionals and, and you know, what he's doing now to get you better prepared for state. From the beginning of the season, we talked about the sectional day from the beginning and how we need to work up to it. Um, and even to the last couple weeks, we were working really hard so we could have these goals that we have in mind for sectionals. We worked hard until then, um, doing extra workouts and hard stuff. How was the reaction from uh, your family? when? Could you hear them in the stands when you know you got out of the pool? I couldn't hear them, but I looked at them, and they were all super happy. The state meet is at New Tier High School in Winteca. Have you ever been to this high school or been in the pool? No, I haven't. I haven't touched on this before. I was always curious. From pool to pool to pool, I mean, I played basketball. I played football. So you would have different environments, different atmospheres, things like that. And it kind of you know, affected the game a little bit. Is that the case with swimming or all pools and is it kind of the same? I've never really thought about it, but I don't think it's really that big versus like a basketball court or maybe even like a track. I mean, sometimes the water temperature can uh, make an impact or even like how the blocks are set up or how the pool faces, but I don't think it really affects me too much. Um, after the warm up, I kind of get a feel for the water and then I can have that mindset of how the pool feels and stuff. Are they all regulated? I don't know the uh, the regulations from IHSA or anything like that. Are they all like the same temperature for the most part? Uh, for the most part, yes. Because they have to be a certain temperature to be able to swim in them. Um, and they're also all the same lengths too. <laughs> I always get thrown off by uh, LaSalle Peru <laughs> pool. I don't know if you heard this when I was talking to Ashley. But I always got thrown off because I knew it was smaller than other high school pools. But for some odd reason, I thought it was length. But in actuality, it was width. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's perfect length, but the width might be a little bit different, but that doesn't matter. Yeah, because you guys only have four lanes where most high schools got six, correct? Yes. Yeah, that doesn't matter. You can still get in a good meet. Mm -hmm. I've been to plenty of them. Yeah. Is there anything, you know, going into the state meet that you're going to do to, 
I don't know if you have to hype yourself up or to mentally prepare yourself. Is there anything that you're doing, eating, you know, workout wise, listen to music? What are some things that you're doing to, to get ready either, you know, beforehand or even the day of? Well, this whole week we've been um, working on mostly turns because that's kind of where I mess up. And since 50 and hundreds, there's, there's sprints. Um, there's only one, two, three foot turns versus like, way more in the distance events. So we've been working on turns a lot. I think when we drive up there, I'm going to have Panera, which is one of my favorite restaurants. So that's going to make me extra happy. That would make me happy too. I was just <laughs> I was just saying the other day that we need a Panera in the Illinois Valley. Uh-huh. With Panera, are you going to try to, to carb load or I'm only asking. Definitely. Carb, carb load? What are you going to eat at yes. Panera then? Probably mac and cheese. Um, maybe some soup, <laughs> lots of bread. I never thought about this for Cardlow being like Panera would be the best place because their it bread. It would be the best place. <laughs> right? Because their bread and their soup is fantastic. Yeah. I'm going to have to think if I ever need a Cardlow, that's where I'm going to go. I do have to ask you this because Ashley and I were talking about this. Um, she was mentioning, I talked to her right after your guys' um, team dinner before sectional. Yeah. And you guys said, you know, spaghetti and cookies and stuff like that. So, do you like cookies as much as Ashley does? Definitely. Are you guys cookie sisters? Mm-hmm. Cookie monster sisters? Yes. <laughs> what, yeah. What's your favorite cookie? Um, Probably chocolate chip. There's no other better cookie. Yeah, my grandma even made me cookie, chocolate chip cookies for doing so good at sectionals. <laughs> Oh, that's an awesome grandma right there. Yeah. Please tell me you told her thank you. I did. A- about 10 times. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fresh cookies from grandma because of sectionals. Oh, yeah. Got it. You yeah, and they're something. already gone, so. How long did it take you to eat them? Like three days. It's pretty good timing. Yeah. Yeah, not bad at all. You're a sophomore. Yeah. The state meet has no classes, so there is going to be the best swimmers from all over the state, and most of them are probably going to be upperclassmen. Yeah. This is something that you obviously know. Going into it, does it make you want to, you know, swim your best and do better to prove that you can swim with them? What is kind of going through your mind getting ready for this? Knowing that there's just one class and that everyone's going to be swimming together, um, it's very scary, but um, I do know that the top girls, one of them with the best times going in is a sophomore too. But yeah, it's scary knowing that these older girls I'm swimming right next to. But at the same time, you were swimming next to them at the sectional too, correct? Yeah, I think they were, they might have been older, but I'm not sure. So if you're swimming the best of the best at the sectional, there's only right for you to be one of the best of the best of state. Yep. Do you have a place for medals and stuff like that? We used to, but it was kind of full. So now we just took off all the like plaques and took off all the names and stuff. And now we have like a, like a box full of them. For you and your sister? Yeah. Did it make it easier getting into swimming and, you know, doing the workouts and, you know, everything like that, having your older sister there with you? Yeah, I do think that made an impact since we kind of know what was going on already. Um, and then she could, she, I'm guessing she showed me how to swim at least a little bit. Definitely. But you guys kind of, didn't both of you start swimming at LP at the same time? She started a year before me. Okay. Because she started her sophomore year 
And then when she was a junior, I started as a freshman. It had to have been kind of cool having somebody, you know, show you the show you the ropes, kind of. Yeah. I think I'm done with swimming now. All right. <laughs> but I don't know the next time I'm going to talk about swimming. So I'm trying to get all the, you know, I'm trying to stay in the pool as long as possible. Yeah. Are there any other sports that you're going to do for LP this year, whether it be uh, winter or spring? Um, I'm probably going to do track again. I did it last year, and I ran the 800, and I did high jump, and I tried pole vault too, which was really cool and fun. Do you, you know, doing uh, track and stuff like that, did you ever think of crossing it over with cross country? And that, Okay, so I actually don't really like to run that much, but I know it's good training for swimming too. I, I like doing field events, but so I never really thought about doing cross country. Oh, yeah, no, it makes complete sense. Yeah. The, the the things that you said, the 800, you know, that's mm-hmm. not, not a ton of running. It's not like you're doing right. the the two mile or anything, the 1600. Yeah, no. And uh, the field events are actually a lot of fun. Are you a competitive natured person? Yeah, a little bit. Does your competitiveness flare up when you're doing those, uh the field events and track? Not as much as swimming, but yeah, I'd say so. So in all honesty, track is kind of like a conditioning Kind of like workouts for swimming. Yeah. Everybody has sports like that. Mm-hmm. You know where your number one is and you're sticking to that. Yeah. All right. Can I ask you some, no, not weird questions, <laughs> but, but what is your favorite side dish at the Thanksgiving table? Definitely mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. I love it. Mac and cheese. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I don't ever think I've had macaroni and cheese at Thanksgiving. Really? Yeah, I don't think I ever have. Oh my gosh. Am I a weirdo? Yes. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Awesome. I I got called a weirdo. It's never happened. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) What is the uh, last movie that you saw in the movie theater? Um, It's been a long time since I've been to the movie theater, but I think it was Captain Marvel. Okay, I have yeah. not seen that. I heard good things, but I've never seen it. Yeah, it's really good. I just wanted to ask you some stuff so we're not all just talking about pool and swimming. Because yeah. I know you got a life outside of that as well. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for it to snow, or do you not like snow? I like snow in December, but after that, no snow. <laughs> what about before that, like on Halloween? <laughs> oh, yeah, I was not a fan of that. It was awful. Yeah. Were you a fan, you know, growing up and, you know, being that you started swimming relatively young. Did you watch Olympic swimming and have like a favorite swimmer? Was, you know, Michael Phelps uh, somebody that you looked up to or anything like that? Yeah, definitely Michael Phelps. Um, And then Rebecca Sony, she was a breaststroker because I was actually really into breaststroke more than freestyle until maybe like two years ago. And then like Missy Franklin too. So you, you do pay attention to Olympic swimming? Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to jump back into swimming, but I did want to okay. <laughs> ask you about that. It's just kind of like I said, it's a, it's a unique sport around here. It's not a sport that everybody's like, oh, yeah, I love swimming. You know, it's not that's not very common. Yeah. So that is very awesome that you and your sister and, and the, the girls that are on the, the Lady Cavaliers have found a passion in swimming. That's pretty awesome. Yes, it is. All right. Well, I want to thank you for joining me. And I'm not a person that says, you know, best of luck, because I believe you do have the abilities to do great things at the state pool on Saturday at New Tier High School in Winteca. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. 
Thank you. I appreciate it. This was a lot of fun. It was.